0: Welcome to The Garden's Podcast. This message titled The Second Time was given by guest speaker Suresh Kumar on May 22nd of 2011. I think this is the first time that I am um, preaching in a bar. (laughs) I never have been um, in my travel almost uh, 13 years to preach in a bar. In India, this is sin. <laughs> you, don't know if, uh, you know, a, when we go to bar and even I never even have a guts to go. Even that maybe a restaurant in India, uh, including with the bar, if an Indian people goes there, it is totally a huge sin. So because my culture is like that. So anyhow, I'm very thankful to God. I thank you, uh, Pastor Darren and Alex. thank you. Uh, Sarah and uh, elders of the church, and thank you so much uh, that you have invited uh, me to come over here I'm very glad to stand before you today and very thankful to God because God is so good. Amen. Amen. God have been faithful in my life, and uh, uh, the way that God is doing things in India is marvelous, amazing and uh, this is my uh, first time to come to this place and uh, share the good news. You know, India is the biggest country with a billion and 22 million people in India. In India, nearly 600 million people have never heard the name of Jesus Christ. And uh, 80% population in India living in the villages. Every day, More than 70,000 people dying without Christ in India. 70,000 people dying without Christ. 84% Hindus and 14% Muslims. Christians are 2%. And in spite of all the oppositions, problems, in spite of bitterness and pain, all those obstacles, the Lord has been faithful to harvest India and... uh, we are reaching the unreached people. I would like to share from the very beginning. Actually, this ministry has started by my mother 43 years back. My mom is the founder of this ministry. My mom is a powerful prayer warrior. My mom loves the Lord. She is very. Uh, she was very passionate for kingdom and uh, and she. she is a powerful prayer warrior because of her I'm standing here today when my mom was called by God when she was doing as a staff nurse in a government hospital my mom resigned the job and she started to go into the villages and preach the gospel me and my brother we are very little and uh, we lost our father when we are very young and me and my brother, we were brought up in an orphan children's home. At the age of seven, I met the Lord Jesus Christ in that children's home. As I was growing as an young man, and I seen the problems and pain and bitterness in the ministry, what my mom have been facing. So my desire of my heart, all I want to do, be a successful man in India. I want to get a good job and um, I want to buy nice cars. I want to build a beautiful building. So, my desire is to be a successful man, to be a rich man in, in Indian society. But the Bible is very clear because the Bible is telling my plans are not your plans. That is what God said. My plans are not your plans. My thoughts are not your thoughts amen i have studied my best to reach my destination i have done my three master degrees i was about to reach my final point my final place where i can uh, settle and have a great job i always failed i used to fail every time because my mom behind the screen she was praying god let my son has to work wherever I may be working. Don't allow my son to work for the government or to do any business. Let my son has to work for the kingdom. One day I have a special day in my life. I was sitting in my house. There was Sunday evening. My cousin came to see and he asked me, shall we go and swim in the river? Actually, I don't know how to swim. My cousin he was forced me and he took me to this beautiful river what we have in our town. So while we are playing in the water, in the middle of the time, the current have pulled me and my cousin into the deep of the waters. I knew I was dead. I knew that was my final minutes in this world. That was the time I seriously called God. Help me. I opened my eyes. I was in my house. And I seen the people packed in the room. And some are crying and walking in and out. I got up from my bed and I ran outside. I seen my cousin dead body laying on the ground. That was my Transformation, that was my life-changing minute. God has spoken very clear to me, Son, even though you didn't love me, but I loved you. Son, even though you didn't choose me, but I have chosen you for the purpose. This is my 23rd year, working for my good God. He is fantastic, amen. amen. Jesus is wonderful, isn't it? So, Friends, I am challenging every. Everybody today, the Lord has a great plan in your lives. But all you have to do, you have to surrender to God. Today I want to bring the word from book of James chapter 1, verses 22. Very familiar passage. I hope that you already read maybe many times. Book of James, chapter 1, verses 22 to 24. I would like to read for you. Do not merely listen to the word and deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in the mirror. And after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looked like. Amen. Today I want to call my topic, the purpose of God. The purpose of God. I want to bring four important points from my message. All these points I would like to share from my own experience. I didn't uh, bring the things from the books or from the stories which I heard. But all these things that I would like to share from my own experience, how God is doing things in India. I want to share the purpose what God has for us. Amen. Number one. We need to look to this world through the eyes of God. The Bible is very clear. Gospel of John chapter 3, verse 16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God has seen you and me. The Bible is very clear: before we form in our mother's womb, He has seen us, Amen. What a great God isn't it? When you see the things in India, when I saw the things in India, it was very tough, because I know most of the times we are busy and we are running with our jobs and going here and there, but we never look to God, but we never see the things what Jesus has seen. Amen. So friends, today I am encouraging everybody. We have to see this world through the eyes of Christ. In India, we've been working among red light areas. We are rescuing the woman from the prostitution. We pay the money some and even we bought those girls from that uh, uh, place and we are giving a place of uh, dignity, place where they can uh, stay and uh, learn the skills and stand on their own feet. Because we must understand Christ has died even for those people. Amen. Jesus died for everybody in this world. We have many orphan children. I want to tell this story. Just before I leave my house to come to here, there was a young kid in our children's home. I was sitting in my car and he took my hand and he kissed my hand. And I seen this little kid has tears in, in his cheeks and I asked him, what, what happened? And he said one word, Dad, thank you for keeping me in your home keeping you in this children's home. Dad, thank you that you paid 2,000 rupees. Because his dad was selling this boy to somebody else. He lost his mother. The pastor brought the news. So we were able to help and rescue this boy. Right now he is uh, in our children's home and growing in the knowledge of Christ. And he is very thankful to God. Friends, we need to see this world through the eyes of Christ. That's what the Bible is telling. God has seen the things in this world. God has seen you and me. That's why he sent his only son, so that we may have freedom and redemption. We may have peace and joy in our lives. That's the only reason that Christ came into the world to release us to bless us, to give the hope and dignity in this world. We need to understand what we are doing for God. We are busy with our schedule every time. I know when I come here, it's really a cultural shock to me. Everything on time. If you say 9 o'clock, I have to go 9 (laughs) o'clock. Nobody have love on me, you know. It's something like, Suresh so 9 o'clock, you have to come and preach. I have to go in India at least a half an hour. You know, they can take care, you know. So the reason I am telling, because you people are such a busy people on the planet of the earth. You don't know what is going on. All you have to do, you have to go and work and uh, do the job. Work, eat, sleep, work, eat, sleep. One day you die. But you never see what God has placed before you because the Bible is telling our eyes are blinded we are not seeing what God has kept before us I have a great story when we before we leave the red light area five years back this woman came to me and she said Suresh could you please take this girl From this red light area, because she didn't have mom and dad, and she is always running here and there. I think she will, she uh, somebody maybe take this girl and use as a slave, prostitute in future. So me and my wife and we went a little bit further, and I said, what 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 can we do? And uh, we said okay, and we took that uh, little girl. Her name is Jyoti. And we rescued from that place now she is 8th standard in our children home one soul at a time all we have to do we have to stop and see what God has for us there is a great story in the Bible when Jesus was going into the place called Jericho you know Jesus always busy with the people, and the multitudes have been following. And he heard the sound of a blind beggar called Bartimae. You can read this story in the Gospel of Mark, chapter ten. This blind Bartimae, son of David, have mercy on me. He was calling and calling and calling many people the bible is telling jesus is walking with the multitudes hundreds and hundreds of people when you see the word when jesus have heard the cry of this blind man jesus stopped hallelujah he stopped He may be hundreds of people surrounding him. But when he heard the cry, he stopped. And he said, bring that man. They bring that man. He asked, what what can I do for you? He said, Lord, I want my sight. Jesus healed. The reason I am bringing this story, even though you may be busy, but you have to stop sometimes. And see what the Lord is doing in the world. Friends, the reason you are here today. The reason I am here today. Because of somebody outside. The reason why God has redeemed you. The reason why God has redeemed everybody in this place. Because of somebody outside. Who never heard the name of Jesus Christ. I am challenging you everybody today. We need to see this world through the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ number two we need to share not only see but share I like Dr. William Booth who is the founder of Salvation Army he said soup soap and salvation soup soap and salvation in India people are worshipping 333 million gods if we go and tell that Jesus Christ is Lord we are just giving another name to add in their list but what we are doing we always go and we find the need if the village is suffering with the drinking water we go and we drill the water if they need medical help we send the medical teams we always go and share something because that's what Jesus does. We need to follow Christ in our lives. That is what Paul said follow me as I am following Christ. If you are a follower of Christ, you have to do whatever Jesus has done. Amen. The Bible is telling when Jesus has seen the multitudes Jesus moved with compassion There is a great story in the Bible according to the gospel of Luke chapter 7 When Jesus was passing into a village called nine Jesus has seen the coffin was taken with the people and Jesus has seen this widow who lost her only son Jesus seen this widow and the Bible is telling Jesus moved with compassion and Jesus was broken hallelujah and immediately he went to that woman he said woman don't cry and he touched the coffin of the thing man Bible is telling immediately this young man was arose rise up and he handed over to the mother sharing love we are here friends to share the love the reason God has redeemed us to share the love in this world that's only things friends that we can do in this world because our life is very valuable and precious in the sight of God we are here to share what God has given. You don't need to give everything, whatever you have. But you can give something, what God has given to you. I've seen many people in India. How the things in India is, you know, I, I don't know how I can explain. Them. For me, this is a planet. There is no way that I can... Um, Explain this country. You are the blessed people here. God blessed this country. Today we have to ask, are we really faithful to share the love of Christ? Are we really doing the things what he has expected us to do? Friends, when you see the world, there is a great need everywhere. I'm not talking about India. You may be a blessing to your community. Maybe you may be a blessing in your uh, work. Somewhere else. Because the Bible is telling. We are the salt and the light of the world. We need to shine in this world. We are here to share the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Number three. We are the people to show the power of God church has the capacity you have the power and capacity that's what the bible is telling when we see gospel of matthew chapter 28 jesus said all power in heaven on earth have been given to me therefore you go god has blessed with the power and authority we are the people to take that power i seen how god is using Harvest India powerfully. I seen the many signs and wonders. I seen miracles. I seen many things when we do outreach ministries and crusades in different places. I seen with my own eyes in one of our outreach ministries, God has healed the woman who has a gland a lump in her neck. She has been suffering. She has been. Uh, having that uh, big lump, almost eight years. But when we prayed, even we didn't, we didn't touch that woman. She was very far. And we asked to keep your hand. We would like to pray for the sick people. This woman kept that, uh, her hand by faith. First time she heard about the name of Jesus Christ. After we prayed, this woman came with, his, with her husband, and all the people from the village, they said, the gland that lump was disappeared. Eight years, because of that one woman, whole village have given their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, we are here to show the power of God, because the Bible is very clear: by his stripes we were healed. You didn't have power, I didn't have power. But Jesus has the power. But all we have to do, we have to exalt his name. We have to lift his name. We have to exercise the power and authority what he has given to us. That's why we are here today. I have a great story to tell. In one of our children home, one of our boys was beaten by cobra snake. Cobra is a poisonous snake. There is no way to live. They die immediately. We have this children's home, small children's home, in a place called Bandalagaru. It's very far. No first aid centers, no hospitals. Even if they want to take this boy to hospital, it takes more than two hours' time. I received a message from Pastor Daniel, who is taking care of this home, and he said, I don't know this boy would have died because this boy turned blue and from his coming from mouth and uh, he was uh, almost, there is no response and they were terrified. And I said to him, what we can do? Only we have to do, we need to pray to God. So this Daniel, he took all the children's and they surrounded this little boy. They put, them, put him in the middle. And they started to pray. After 20 minutes, I received again phone from Pastor Daniel. This boy got up. Hallelujah. See, most of the times for the Western world, it is very hard to understand. Isn't it? People, they ask the same questions most of the times. Suresh, why those miracles and signs and wonders happening in India, why those things are not happening here? Because that's your problem. (laughs) Because you have plan A, plan B, plan C. But we do have plan A, plan B, plan C. Plan A, prayer, plan B, prayer, plan C, prayer. (laughs) But your plan is super-speciality hospital, Maybe another doctor here and there. Friends, if we have faith, if we believe God's power, you can see the things happen. Because the Bible is very clear. Jesus Christ is unchanging yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is God of India, and He is God of the United States. He is the same. No favoritism. But all we have to do, we have to exercise. See, The problem is you are busy people. I'm challenging you. If you really have faith, you will see that things will happen. And finally, and lastly, the purpose that we are here in this world is to to get up and get out. And do the job. Stepping out by faith. Amen. We need to step out. See the big picture of God. I'm always telling to this western world. You have to go to any country to see how God is doing. So there you can meet God. There you can understand how much he has blessed you. because for you there is no clue no clue what is going on you have to step out when you step out you can understand how God is wonderful and and good in your life I am challenging you friends we are here to bless we are here to go and uh, reach the people with the love and joy and peace. That's why we are here. Before I close my message, I, want, I would like to share this small story. I hope that I have a, a one minute. There was a man, this is Western world, isn't it? In India, I, I preach one and a half hour message. There was a man named Oscar Shingler. I think many people, you would have know that. He was in 1800, he was working in a German army to make the pants and pots. So he have been watching how the Germans they are giving hard time to this Jewish Jewish people and killing them and making them as slaves. And uh, uh, he was so much grieved in his heart because he can do nothing. He's a one guy making uh, pants and pots, that's only his job. But all his life he Tons of money. And whenever he got the money and he put it into the sack bag and keep in the room. So one day because he was old, he needed to leave the country. He wanted to go, uh, uh, go to his own place. And he looked at this all these sack bags which is filled with all the money. And he was thinking, what can I do with all the money? This is too much even to live. I need very little money. What can I do? And he went and he met the general of German army. He said, I want to buy Jews. And he started to buy the money what he has. Paid more than 11,000 Jews. And he released Oscar Shingler. When you go to Israel, you can see his name. The reason I am bringing, friends, we need a little bit of money to live in this world. We don't need tons of money. We don't need all the things in this world. So my application today, we need to pray. We need to simplify our life. We need to ask God where I can go and where I can invest my money. So when you pray like that, friends, I can challenge you you will be a blessing to tons of people like Oscar Schindler. And like the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible is very clear. We are not listeners of the word, but we are doers of the word. The Western Church, most of the time, we are habituated to listen and listen and listen and practice religion. But what I would like to tell you today, we have to demonstrate the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are not just listeners but we are doers of the world. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear other messages from the Garden, or if you would like to find out more about the Garden Church, check out our website at thegardenlb.org.